To another episode of Only Bruins. I am one half of your host, Downtown Boosie. And this episode is brought to you by the one and only Black and Gold Productions LLC. What up? What up? And the one and only FanDuel Sports Bar Sports Book. Holy shit, it's been a minute. Make sure you sign up at fanduel.com slash Boston. Get in on the fun. Gamble with us. Let's make some money. Uh, during the playoffs, even though I have not been betting on the Bruins, but I've been betting on other teams, been making some moolah. Tampa fucked me last night, but that's a different story for a different day. But make sure you go sign up. FanDuel.com slash Boston. Let's make some fucking moolah. It's uh, sorry for the wait, folks. The wait is over, though. You got a brand new fat fucking episode. And I got my boy, my host back, my brother from another mother. Brett the Stud Muffin, what's going on, buddy? Yo, 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 what up, homie? Just uh, chilling right now. Finally getting over the scarlet fever I had. I almost, I literally, I don't know, I don't know how, but I caught whatever pasta I had, so that was fun. And uh, I was pretty much day to day like the rest of the boys on the team there for a bit. But um, pretty feeling pretty good. Uh, I know you had a crazy weekend, but I didn't really do much. But um, yeah, I'm just excited to talk Bruins hockey. It's been way too fucking long. Yeah, I think I drank enough for the both of us this weekend and probably all of Bruins Twitter. Uh had my cousin's <laughs> had my cousin's bachelor party this weekend. Yeah. Uh fucking bananas. Uh a shit ton of beer. I mean, the place was sick. Like pool, hot tub, um, sauna, steam room, everything you could so much land, everything you could possibly need. And then, like, a bunch of us went, uh, we all went paintballing Saturday. Mm. And, dude, that was, I got to show you something, actually. I'm going to show you. I took a fucking paintball right to the ass. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that fucking bruise. It's a, a nice kiss from pad. God, dude. <laughs> yeah. I know. I <laughs> it's fucking, a nice little sun kiss from God. That was, like, after the second match of the day. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, and right away, my butt cheeks started cramping up, too. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I don't know oh, if yeah. I can, like. I might have to take a round off because uh and stretch out my stretch out uh my butt, but we survived. Um, yeah, dude. I used to paint paintball like in leagues when I was younger. Dude, and, I had only oh, I took time before. Oh my god, I used to be so into it. Well, like it's like I guess it's winter long where you are too, but like up in Canada, you gotta find shit to do in the winter. So we'd like in yeah. indoor paintball when we're not playing hockey. And um I took one in the neck one time and my whole neck was just like bruised, dude. It was, it was yeah, one, brutal. One, one kid took one in like the neck throat. I'm like, oh, that's oh, going to fucking hurt breathe. later. Yeah. yeah uh, a few guys got hit in the head and stuff. But and then after like the first few matches, I'm like, fuck, there's no way like 
there's going to be at least one or two guys who are going to be down for the count tonight, but we all survived, had a great weekend. Uh, my cousin John's the fucking man, dude. Like, just great. He's got great friends, great people. Uh, thankfully, they can all drink. That was a blast. Um, because by the time I got up there Friday, he, the dude was our my cousin was already fucking half in the bag. I like show up and walk into the pool area. There's like 12 empty bush lights as I'm showing up. I'm like, fuck, I got <laughs> I gotta catch up. And um no, that was good. And then I mean I haven't stayed up that late in a while, so truly tested me. And then I uh I met up with Shan. Um hold on. The hell's this? Okay, so all right, so yeah, um the fuck is it? sorry my phone um i met up with shan uh met got to meet greg too great fucking dude um and and her friend natalie i think i said that right um she, all, all, like all in all just like hanging out with those three and watching the bruins it was a lot of fun nothing too crazy which is exactly what i needed after a bender of a fucking weekend mm-hmm. bruins got the dub it was a good game uh i'm looking forward to talking about that game too and breaking it down but it was a nice way to cap off the weekend kind of bittersweet because it was like the last time i was going to get to see shan for god knows how long she flies back to the motherland um wednesday so she's had a crazy fucking trip but her trip is finally coming to an end which feels like two fucking years but That's good insane, for her she, she had a she had a blast she started off cold and then uh she got hot when uh going to all these bruins games following them around and uh, she ended up with a, like a pretty good fucking record. I forget what it was. We talked about it Sunday, but she is the good luck charm. I am not because I got roasted at work this morning. I got roasted a little bit on Twitter. Yo, you, Danny, and me are all fucking bad luck, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't they, know what that's about. I, the Winnipeg, yeah. Well, okay. See, oh, this no, is my the thing. Winnipeg game was all right. So I'm actually I'm one in five. I'm one in five, I think, since the Winter Classic game. So that was obviously my first win. Started off good. But the Winnipeg game was actually in December, so I don't really count. So you can't count that. But I was at that one. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't I don't know what it, what's going on with the fucking only Bruins crew this year. Just yeah, having holy shit. horrible luck. Only loses at this point. Jesus Christ, what the fuck's going on with us? Yeah, I know. I was talking about <laughs> potentially going to game five, and right away people were like responding because I was telling, like, I was responding to Haley's tweet. And I was mm. telling them how, like, possibly going to game five. And I was like, uh, you know, need to possibly go and yada, yada, yada. And then people were replying, or I, I mentioned my record in the, um, and the conversation we had this morning at work and people were like, don't you dare fucking go. <laughs> I was like, all right, <laughs> relax. I'm not going to go. Uh, I forget who fucking responded like right away. Um, I got to find it. My my Twitter feed is like. Yeah, who was it? Oh, it was Mia. She responded saying like within like seconds saying, please don't go. And then <laughs> everyone was like, yeah, don't go. But I probably won't. Got to be, got to, got to take one for the team. I want the Bruins to close them out. Uh, massive game five, in my opinion. Lots. And we can get into this shortly. Um, 
but lots of benefits to closing out in five games. One, because then my prediction would be right. Knock on wood. I said, gentlemen, sweep. Uh, but yeah. two, rest, man. The Bruins, I mean, it just feels like injuries are hitting them at the wrong time. But before we get into like the injury talk, uh, how, how are you feeling about the series overall so far? I mean, it's obviously you must feel great, but were you one of those people panicking after game two? Uh, I wasn't panicking. Um, it it definitely had shades of uh, Chicago, Detroit, or Detroit, Detroit to Chicago. Kind of gave me that vibe. Like they won game one. They probably shouldn't have, um, but they pulled it out because that's the team that they, we have this year. And that's the, like the vibes that we got this year. And also and just game, the perks of being the better team overall. Yeah. You know, and having, yeah. Like having the better goalie, having the deeper roster. So he scored two goals that night, game one. Sorry, I also didn't mean to cut you off, but he scored no. two game, two goals in game one that shouldn't have been goals. Exactly. And, um, I don't, I don't know. It just like I've I've said this like a, I feel like I keep repeating myself about this. It seems like every time we have a break or we're starting like a new set of games, we like stumble out of the gates. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like after the fucking winter classic, stumbled for a week or so, and then just back to domination. After the uh, all star break, stumbled for like a week or so, then back to domination. At starting the playoffs, stumbled a little bit back to domination like you can't tell me that some of these like the, the like the <coughs> sorry excuse me game one and two like yeah Krejci had an assist pasta had a goal but like that line was abysmal that second line was like hard to watch at times and um you kind of felt like charlie Coyle was like hemmed in his own zone and def- defensive responsibilities where he wasn't getting help um that third line looked good like taylor hall has been an absolute beast but like when you really break it down, like all marks, the reason we're up in this series three one, like that's that's how I feel about it. Like game, um, what was it? Game one and yeah, game one we didn't play great. Game two, yeah, we lost. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, game one we didn't play great. We won that game because of all mark. Game yeah. two, um, I. Like we obviously didn't win, didn't play great. Game three, I I I thought we had a good game, but that there was like times where I'm like Allmark like literally saved our ass there. Yeah. And I like I don't I don't know. It's just it's weird because we talked about it too with like defensive pairings. Like now you got Clifton out. I know I'm kind of going all over the place here. And shout out to Haley for calling me out on that um a couple <laughs> weeks ago because that's exactly what I do. But it it just kind of seems like um like 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 I don't I don't know like it just kind of seems like Allmark's like really like to all the people out there saying he doesn't deserve this Vesna like look at this now like our team was not good the first couple games he kept us in it up until the end of game two and we won game one literally because of him so I don't know I think they've been playing great trying to fight Kachuk like that I don't know this this team's destined for something great this year and I just hope everything clicks and comes together yeah, and this is <clears throat> this series is the exact reason why one of the reasons I want to avoid Florida going into the playoffs. I would have obviously preferred um a fucking Islanders. Jesus forgot who it was. Pittsburgh I would have preferred been nice. Islanders, yeah, or Pittsburgh, yep. Uh I would have preferred one of those two teams over the Panthers because of what Kachuk does, what he's capable of. 
and guys like Gudis and other players on that team. And it goes to show the exact reason why. I mean, what game was it? Game two when Gudis was just fucking harassing, like getting weight, like nothing was getting called either. They were letting the boys play for the most part, I feel like. Or, yeah. I think that was game one. Game one? Was that? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where Gudis was just like going to town on fucking Marshan. And that, that was like frustrating to watch because, like, all right, like we get it, like a, you know, a little cross check or a shove. Yes. So, so be it. But when it should it's, have definitely been an, in- an interference penalty there, though. Yeah. When there's like a 20, 30 second clip of like you see three or four hits in like the same shift from Gudas, like you are like, all right, you got to call something at some point. I mean, the, he didn't even have the puck at times. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so taking liberties like that. That's another reason why, and we'll obviously get into it with the whole Bergeron coming back, potentially coming back from injury. But um, you see Krejci's out. He's out for game five, possibly a return for game six. We'll have to see. Well, I don't think the uh, Sweeney said yesterday, like, I don't, I don't think the injury is as bad as they thought because he went and got checked out yesterday yeah. while, while Sweeney had the, the media availability. And he said it's very unlikely Krejci um practices after he gets uh whatever it is looked at so that means it's good because he got it looked at and then practiced so yeah he was on better the news it's not it's not season ending because i've seen people online like are we gonna see Krejci in a uniform again ever as a bruin and it's kind of like oh shit i didn't even think about that but um in my eyes like he won't be back i don't think why, why bring him back this series sack has been playing no, great I... at center also, Great. yeah, there's there's no rush to bring Krejci back, in my opinion. I also think the Bruins are perfectly capable of going on a run without Krejci and still winning it all. Would it be tougher? Yes. Uh, LA's you know. fucking second line center is uh, Dino. Like Zach is better than him, and pre- and almost as good defensively as him. So like I, I think Zach is fucking fine as a two C. It's way different than having Eric Hall as your two C. Like, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but like, no, I, I, I just. I had that thought sitting right there. No, 100% though. And, you know, why rush him back uh, with how physical the series has been? Um, the, and it's just going to get more and more physical probably. I mean, you, you're you're gearing up for a long run, hopefully. So. Oh, yeah. Like Matty Kachuk's coming into the garden fucking elbows up tomorrow. Oh, 100. And Gudas and all those cheap yeah. fucking pieces. Gudas is hurt. By the way, I heard on another podcast, I think it was Cold Stove, uh, shout out NRD for Rumors Daily, but um, they were talking about how Root Gudis is really banged up. And it makes sense because like he couldn't even handle Marshawn on that 20-second clip you're talking about. Where, um, yeah. it, it, so that that is, the, and apparently Ekblad's playing next game. So Yeah, so obviously that's a huge miss for them. Uh, I did get nervous like last game, and I know, like you said, we're kind of all over the place as we're trying to play like catch up from the series. But um, no Ekblad last game. Didn't even realize Duclair wasn't playing last game either for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think both of them are going to play, and then yep. they have Sam Bennett and one other person are game time decisions. Uh, so I we'll think see. The Sam the Sam Bennett one, I think, is mental warfare with Monty. To be honest, like I think yeah, that's I, just Maurice being like a veteran coach, being like, "Oh, Sam Bennett might be injured again." When I, I don't think he is. I've been trying to find something on it all day to figure out uh, if he's actually if he re-injured something, if he got injured again with something new, or if it's just coach 
warfare. Yeah, like back and what forth. what even was it that he was injured with before? I didn't even I totally forgot he was on the team when and then he came back for what game two, I believe. Mm-hmm. And and what a presence he was. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. He's been great for them, but I don't know exactly what it was. I know it was like a week or so out of the of the playoffs he got injured. Oh, okay. Because like it was right before they went on that six game run. Because they were like, oh, I remember people being like, oh, their season's over. Yeah, okay, yeah. Because I, I don't remember, like, I obviously don't pay attention to the Panthers at all. So I just, like, mm-hmm. kind of totally forgot he was on the Panthers, kind of. like. So that was kind of a surprise. But um, the way the way they played, it was like, after, after game two, like, the world was ready to burn down for the Bruins. Like, the series was over, even though it was 1-1. And, yeah, it's weird to lose on home ice and because <clears throat> you're not used to it used to it this season but uh the way they won on or the way they lost on home ice uh it was definitely concerning so i can understand a little bit of frustration nerves uh in the nerves very but, uh, uncharacteristic though yeah and at, at some point like it, is it like with the amount of turnovers and uh mistakes that they made it was like okay is this self-induced or or the panthers just completely throwing us off our game and I thought for sure, like it was just them, you know, self inflict self inflicted wounds, like the turnovers and whatnot. I they just had four of the goals game. were put four of the goals were put on our, their stick from our stick, like pass to pass. Yeah, yeah, and um, was it then you got the empty net? They got the empty net or two, so yeah. it ended up being what six three. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just overall a really shitty game. Um, as soon as the third period started and they scored that goal, the Panthers scored that first goal. Uh, it kind of went downhill quick for them, and the Bruins it was were... a snipe from Montour too. And yeah, and, and like Bruce... when when this year did we see Olmark get sniped like that? Like it just like the vibes were off. Like in my personally i felt like it was like very self-inflicted like you're saying in the way that it was just like they were like oh we got this you know we're the best team in the league we'll we'll come back in the third and then they just kind of like fucked themselves over by not being prepared yeah and i think it was uh a, like a awakening call for them and i even tweeted out like after that game or maybe even thursday it was i tweeted out but I'm like, Bruins are just going to fucking dominate Friday. And what did they do? They just fucking dominated. And Panthers got, what, a late goal to make it like 4-2. Someone came at me. were like, oh, you jinxed them. Quote tweeted it. And I was like, you sure about that, bud? Yeah. And uh, we got the win. Then Sunday, I felt like Sunday's win was just fucking dominant. I mean, not like to start the game, we were down like eight shots to nothing. We're like, holy shit, this is going to be a long fucking game for the Bruins. No Krejci, no Bergeron. Uh, the Bruins are being outshot eight to nothing real quick. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I'm like, I, I'm like a few shifts away from starting to hit the panic button. And then Marshy gets them on the board, which I'm kind of surprised that goal itself was pretty weird, but uh, that woke the Bruins up and got, got them going. And that's all. That's all they needed. Yeah, and like that that's the thing too. Like I was talking to Lauren about this when that game was happening and uh like cuz she messaged me and she was like we don't even have a shot yet. And I was like, yeah, but I'm not worried. Like you knew Florida was going to come out and throw everything including the kitchen sink at Allmark. That's just yeah. how playoff hockey goes. That they're down 2-1 in the series. They just lost at home. They need this win 
to regain to level out home ice advantage because we regained it the night before or two nights before. So it was kind of one of those things where I was like, if you can get through these 10 minutes and get on the better side of this first period and start playing your game, if you can get out of it with like not being down a goal, this game's over. We won it already because they're yeah. going to blow their load in the first fucking 15 minutes of the first period. And then what happened? Yeah, they had a little jolt in the third, but other than that, we kind of just controlled the game from there on out. Yeah. And then it, it starts getting real physical and chippy. And um, and then Allmark tries to fight fucking Kachuk, because why not? Oh yeah. That was that was like <laughs> that shocked me. And then like oh, that game itself. He's such I mean, a psycho. You can tell yeah. he's an undercover psycho. Oh sure. yeah. I mean he's he's a fucking goalie, so it's like <laughs> But yeah, just absolute psycho. Um, it it was also that bet. I um, I was Martian saved my ass because I did. Uh, I did. I did put a little bet. Actually, I did bet on the. Oh my god, I forgot. I bet on the Bruins that day. I put money on the Bruins, and then I put no goals in the first five and a goal in the first ten. And Marshy saved my ass. Fucking fifteen seconds to go. I'm like, thank fucking god on that power play goal. So thank god they didn't overturn that. But Marcin DeBrusque opened up the goal scoring for game five or game four. Sorry. Uh, Kachuk gets him back on the board for Tuesday. And I mean, Halls, I mean, dude, that goal he had was fucking disgusting. The first goal, not the empty netter. That goal he had was fucking disgusting. Holy shit. And uh, it was just, it was, it was nice to see. It's nice to see guys. Like, I mean, it's nice to see Marshy. Three goals already. He's averaging a point a game, I think, or maybe just above that. I think he's got, yeah, I think he has four points through four games. Three of them are goals. Uh, DeBrusque is heating up. Taylor Hall has seven points in four games. I mean, that's what you want to fucking see. Bertuzzi hey, had a Bertuzzi's had a great fucking series. Dude. Pavel Zaka quietly collecting four points in four games. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I they're four assists. And I'm sure they were great assists, but um, yeah, like I just, it, it, it's crazy because Marshawn's like literally put the team on his back, which is amazing to see with this, um, with this kind of lull he had at the end of the season. I made a tweet and I was like, this puppy, it was him holding that dog. I was like, this puppy told me that. (laughs) that Brad Marchand's going to go sicko mode in the playoffs. And he literally just has since that tweet. I'm not saying I'm the reason I could be the reason, <laughs> but um, I definitely think it's the, more of the dog than me, but um, yeah, I just, I, I couldn't be more happy with this team. Uh, you have three minus players. Could you even get Do you really three minus players? Okay. And it's kind of crazy. The three they are. And I, Oh, no, four, 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 five. Wow. Seven, Six. seven. Holy seven. shit. Yeah. Okay. So this is what I was getting at. I didn't, I looked at the bottom and just th- saw the three that were connected together. Um, and then saw the other two. Holy shit. Okay. So Lauco Clifton minus players, whatever, not a big deal. Frederick, a minus player, shocking by how good he's playing, but it makes sense. But the, with the snake, like he's so snake bitten right now, he yeah. he can't can't find the back of the net. The one Krejci, you can tell he's hurt. Dash three, that was the the first two games. You, you know he just didn't play well. The one the one that surprised the 
three that really surprised me are Brad Marchand, dash two, David Pasternak, dash one, and Charlie McAvoy, dash one, when Matt Grizzlick is a plus two in two games. Like, it's just like, it's just, it shows what I'm getting at is it's insane the amount of depth we have compared to previous years. Like, if you saw those dashes from Marshawn, Krejci, uh, McAvoy in previous years, you'd be like, like, if I showed you this before this season, you'd be like, oh, and didn't tell you the, what the, the playoff series is at. You'd be like, oh, the Bruins are losing that. Like they, they've got to be down three one at this point, right? And it's yeah. just like no, now you've got the the depth, like Taylor Hall on the third line, Bertuzzi in the middle six forward, Dmitri Orlov playing on the third pairing. Like those are like in your top, those are three of your top five point getters right now. And then Jake DeBrus just continuing the unbelievable season he's on. I I don't know what more we can say about this team. I I think this is a great tune-up for us in the playoffs. Like I I don't want to get too ahead of myself because like if if we if this blows up and we lose to the Panthers, I uh, hey, I don't fucking know. Egg on the face. I don't then something catastrophic happened. Everyone got the yips and Allmark just can't save a puck. But like at this point, this rate and the way the Bruins are playing, it would be crazy to think they don't close out this series in a timely manner, especially winning two in Florida. So just like, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm watching the other series, the lightning Toronto series, which has been a fucking crazy series. Uh, This might actually be the year that the Leafs get out of the first round, but wouldn't it be so poetic that the Leafs get out of the first round to play us and big, <laughs> big, big penis Linus in the second yeah. round. Like, how fitting would that be? Oh, my God. But all my Leafs buddies are like, they're talking, I was talking to them last night about the comeback, and the, I was like, oh, it feels good to actually come back in a game, eh? Like, just chirping them <laughs> and shit. And they're like, it doesn't matter because we have to play Linus Olmark on fucking, like, if we beat Tampa, and he's either going to score on us or fight Austin Matthews. So <laughs> I was yeah, like, I know. Straight, straight up. I don't know. And then and then the, I was like, yeah, and then even if he breaks his hand, we got fucking Jeremy Swayman with a, a 1.00 save percentage off three shots. Hell yeah, Sway, get it. But... Uh, <laughs> But like you know what I mean, like we got Swayman, the t- we got two best goalies in the league. So even if Allmark does get hurt or break a hand or score too many goals where he needs to be sat down, we got Swayman waiting in the, um, in the weeds. So it just again, just what a season this has been to be a part of, and I just I've never had so much fun watching hockey. That's literally it. I had the same. Like I mean, ever in my life, even thinking back to as a kid, like. Watching the Detroit Red Wings in the 2000s was fun. I'll admit that. Like, I wasn't really a fan, but it was cool to see, like, Eisenman and Brett Hall and all those guys, yeah. like, those super teams. But since those super teams, I haven't had that much fun, like, this much fun watching hockey. And I'm 30 fucking years old. You know it, what I mean? It is wild. Like, even, like, going back, like, 2011 was so fun what fun to watch. And, it, it, it like, it was a great run. 2019 was fun to watch, obviously, till the very end. Uh, we've we've been fortunate enough to watch some very like a lot of fun runs. I mean, even back to playing Chicago and stuff like that. But this yeah, year, I was gonna has say just, even 2013 was a good run too. Yeah, like this year has just total different feel. I think just the way the Bruins have played, um, it's made how, me look at hockey differently for sure. Because I think 
what helps is you have so many different personalities on this Bruins team. You have so many reasons to like, you have a breath, Jesus, a breath of fresh air, a breath of fresh air, (laughs) a breath of fresh air, um, (laughs) bringing Monty in because I will admit like at sometimes he can come off a little corny, but like I'm all fucking for that. Like, yeah, he's got dad vibes. Yeah. 100%. And it's like, it's a totally different coach than you're ever used to have being a Bruins fan. When you go from Claude, the fraud to, uh, Mm -hmm. to, uh, butchie and stuff like that. So, uh, it's, it's been a blast. I mean, uh, obviously doing the podcast with you, um, Mm. interacting with everyone on Twitter, just like this wild ride. And like, it's it's just been so fun and you what's been the most fun and like surprising of this season is just how you see this team respond time in and time out i mean it is absurd that they just like you know like if after a loss 99% of the time you're going to see a totally different team than you saw the night before and that's what we saw friday night and it i'm kind of glad that ass whooping took place Wednesday night. Obviously it sucks. That I was there. It really, it seemed like it really fucking woke them up. No Bergeron. Um, did you have Krejci? Yeah. You had Krejci that game, right? Yeah. Wait, three, game three. two, three, no, three. No, he was out of the lineup. Really? That's when Charlie oh, Coyle yes, yes, was yes. the one C. Um, oh yeah. That's when Krejci just fucking went off, dude. Coyle. What the fuck did I just say? Krejci. <laughs> Holy fuck, man. I got to get it together. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, that, But yeah, that's that's when Coyle just went off. Uh, probably like the best game you've ever seen him play as a Bruin. By far, I would say. The guy was just, I mean, man versus boys, varsity versus JV. And, um, they're, and everyone was panicking too. And it did kind of seem like Monty was panicking a little bit after game two with the lineup changes. Uh, not the like the 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 that line was, changes. They knew Krejci wasn't playing. If you relook at those lines, yeah. they like made them so that, yeah, it, it was a warfare thing Monty did. But yeah, it, it did look like very desperate, and I'm hoping that it was a plan to look desperate to be like, oh no, oh no, we're scared. But like, really, they weren't scared at all. Yeah, it, it, that's kind of like, the vibe I got from it. It's just a lot of mind games, it seems like. And oh, yeah, I, I'm like all fucking for it. Um, it, it just can, but, can I can understand how it confused people out there, it, like kind of turn people off because I see a lot of people like, what the fuck is Monty thinking? And it's like, well, if you don't really know the game within the game, you're not going to really understand what's going on right now. And it's not the social media guy's fault for monty being like hey fuck with the lineup today and put, yeah, yeah you know put I mean, trent frederick on the first line like that's you even saw it today oh they finally like bergeron came back to practice today oh yeah and he's not right? with marshawn not with marshawn and when I, was the I, last time it was, was past a bert and bert like bergeron like what up you know that bergeron and kazaka's lined up with see i don't know i i get what you're saying i get what you're saying because like it's confusing because hall Zaka and DeBrusque was a line last game and they were fucking unbelievable. They yeah. were so fast. They were shutting everything down. But that's because we were like down a center and Coyle, Zaka, and Nosek were like triple a teaming it. You know, I, like I also it, think it kind of took Freddie off the wing. I don't know what Freddie did, but he's in the doghouse. Yeah. 
I, I don't I think he's been okay. playing bad. I think he's had an okay series personally. He's had some oh, really it's like Bergeron shows. or Frederick, right? Yeah. And I mean, Felino's been playing too good to take him out right yeah, he now. They flipped the switch. Lauku has been playing really well since he got plugged into the lineup. It's funny because and- Felino's playing like he did in that series against Tampa when they swept them. When he was on Columbus, that's what he's playing like right now. Yeah, he feel he he looks like a rejuvenated fucking Felino, and uh, I I'm thinking I I, I think they're not going to play Bergeron like twenty plus men or like I I would honestly be unless obviously it depends on the game itself, but I would be surprised if you see him play over like seventeen minutes. I think to see him in between fifteen and seventeen minutes would be fair. As yeah. you're listening, you know, Wednesday morning, game day, baby. Uh, I think that would be fair. I, I unless like the Even game's if you really play close him. and there's a lot of, or if there's a lot of penalties or a lot of defensive zone faceoffs. I mean, they've been pretty good in the faceoff dot uh without Bergeron. So I mean bringing him did into you see no sick no six lost like three faceoffs all series? Dude, that is fucking absurd. Like that's insane, and I do not. I'm not a no sick fan. Yeah, (laughs) like he kind of grew on me this year because I just like he was so frustrated. But then I was like, all right, you know what? I can, I can. I'm starting to see his reasoning for being on the team. I mean, that's a fourth line guy. Like uh, typically, a guy like that, you want to see a little bit more grit or at least offense out of. But you're not really going to get that. But you're going to get a guy who skates 100 and wins fucking faceoffs. So it's like that's huge. And that's the thing, like, the one thing I hated how, like, he's he's so bad offensively. Is he, it's like, is he that good defensive? Like, you know what I mean? Does it really even itself out in the end sometimes? But then late since his injury, he's just been a dog on a bone. And like, I can't, there's nothing I can say. Like, he is the fourth line center that like you see on Colorado or Tampa the past couple years. You know what I mean? Like that bell that Belmar or that Perry or like he's getting into it. He's getting into it with Kachuk. We won't get into that. Um, Cause you know, the vibes Boosie, like what's said on the ice stays on the ice. Like Marshawn yeah. kind of said, it is what it is. It's the game within the game. Sometimes not everything that's said is great or right or politically correct or any of that stuff, but uh, it is what it is. The game's catching up, but it's not fully there yet. But um, yeah, it's just, I don't, I don't know. No six, He's been great. It's plus two to assist, averaging 12 minutes a night. Like the crazy one to me is Lauko, one assist, plus one, averaging six minutes a night. <laughs> I, I think what? that's weird. Yeah. It's like just to not play him that much. I mean, I think he can add more to the game than uh, Monty's been giving him. But yeah, because what they they were double shifting Bertuzzi. Yeah, I, and the and way I he's get been it. Playing, it's like, how can you not? You know, yeah, because he's they were double shifting Pasta and Bertuzzi. Like Hathaway was missing shifts too. I noticed. Yeah, like he's only he's down to ten minutes. Normally he'd be at 13, 15 minutes. And I don't even think Pasta's been like all that great this series. Yeah, he's got he two has not. This is not a series. It's weird because, like, you think with the high flying offense and like the rope a dope defense that Florida has, you think Pasnak would be able to take advantage of it, but it's like it like fucks him up. Yeah, you know what he, I mean. Like he's used to playing like Tampa D, where he's got to like battle through and get behind them, whereas like Florida, he's got to skate through them, which is like a difference. 
do you think it's a little surprising like just i mean really just looking at this that uh like average ice time creature is the leader for uh for the offense 20 minutes yeah like a little over 20 minutes just looking at it now and a lot of guys are averaging obviously under that but the next closest guys are posternock and marshy which those two aren't really surprising but but then you got taylor hall rocking 14 minutes and he's a He's got seven points, like he's almost a two point per play. And he's not game. even playing on the power play, <laughs> shooting, yeah, shooting at 44.4 percent. He's had nine shots, and four of them have gone in. Fucking unreal, huh? And it's like it's so funny because I thought like Zaka was going to continue that trend, and it's like him and Hall yeah. have like switched now. Zach is like all assists. And, yeah, and but that's like, fine because he's been contributing and he's been very noticeable. Even like a guy like Coyle who only has one goal and he's he's a dash one, but I think he's been one of your best players this series. Yeah, like I oh yeah, hundred percent. Like I I think you lost game two because you played Krejci twenty minutes, like straight up. That's why yeah, I think you lost game two because like you got like you just said Coyle sixteen and a half minutes, like whoa, and you know that was lower. At game two, it was probably like 14, 13 and a half minutes in game two. And the only reason it like went up is because in game uh, three and four, he played like almost 18 minutes a night. So game two, he played. I mean, the only time he surpassed 17 minutes was game one. Uh, Which is a little, bit, little surprising. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, that is very surprising. And it, and if I were to go look at Krejci real quick, um yeah, he's only playing in games one and two. I mean, so I guess it makes sense to average out the ice time to there. But yeah, 21 minutes the first game, uh, 19. 19 and a half the second. So it's like, it, it is a little bit surprising. I mean, I guess it's a little bit skewed since he's only played two games. But uh, you would think after like the kind of series that Coyle has been having that you would see more minutes out of him. But that's one of the perks of having this much depth is you don't need to skate guys like Coyle every other shift, double shift them. Obviously, you'll see uh, Pasternak get some double shifts because he's got that shot. I'm glad I'm glad Bertuzzi's getting some double shifts because, I mean, just he's a just playoff player. If you look at our top four point getters right now, Two of them are trade deadline uh, <laughs> acquisitions with Orlov and Bertuzzi. Mm-hmm. And I guess even going back to the last year, Taylor fucking Hall or two years ago. Okay. Our top five in points right now, Taylor Hall acquired. Yeah. Two years ago, Tyler Bertuzzi acquired this year. Jake, Jake DeBrusque tried to trade himself. Dimitri Orlov acquired this year. Pavel Zaka acquired in the summer. I'm pretty sure Don Sweeney has done well for himself in the last two years. Holy fucking shit. And then you go even farther than that. Felino, then or sorry, Marshawn, the next guy, then Felino, then Nosick, then Pasternak with only two goals. Like it's like, so your top like what seven out of your top ten in points right now are people that were acquired in, within the last two years via trade or signing. Like and- that. This is what I mean. Like this is, I don't think like going into this, this was a good series, like matchup wise for a guy like Pasternak, who obviously doesn't play physical. The Panthers, were, you knew were going to play physical. They got some mm-hmm. guys who will fucking give it to you, as you've seen. And I think they're like more so. I think they're shadowing him. him. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're shadowing, shadowing him. him. They're abusing him. So be it. That's the perks of all the depth that we have. And 
that's why Don Sweeney has done like such a great job. And he is one of the better. I mean, say what you want about Don Sweeney. Uh, he's obviously made some massive mistakes and he's, Dude. you know, learned from shit, but he is one of the better GMs in the league. Safe to say, I guess. Right. Like I was listening to Toronto media and like a lot, I guess a lot of people have him winning GM of the year, even though what happened earlier this year, which is wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. You like, know. I don't think he deserves it for just for that oversight. But like yeah. if the rest of the league thinks that that which is fucked up because that should matter. It's so weird how cancel culture matter. and this shit works because it's like when well, who everyone's votes on GM of the year is it other GMs is it like I writers? I think it's writers. So it's I'm like pretty sure. Yeah, so writers are pretty hard on that stuff, but yeah, and it's just like it's so confusing to me because it's like our 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 which which was righteous. Our franchise got a strip ripped off us. Sweeney got called like every name of the book. Cam Neely got called an idiot. Like, and they wore the egg on their face. They they it literally uh, uh resulted in our first loss in the year in fucking Toronto. Yeah, and was a huge black eye on our organization for half the season and then all of a sudden everyone just like doesn't care anymore and i'm not saying that sweeney doesn't deserve praise for what he did but like just in the culture that we're in right now like i just i don't even want the backlash for him winning gm of the year because i don't think he deserves it like i think he's done a great job but like that mishap and that oversight was like definitely big enough to lose you the gm of the year this year 100 percent. i i totally agree on that and like it's, i mean you take the, you take that out out of the equation and i think he's a no doubter though for mm-hmm. yeah. uh, gm of the year i mean he is he because not he didn't just trade for the sexiest name or anything like that he got the perfect right pieces for that and i, I this won't is lie, a couple like, of years in the making too yeah and i won't lie like when we first traded for um Bertuzzi, I was a little bit nervous because I didn't think his first few games were like that good. He kind of seemed disinterested. He kind of seemed a little bit rattled by the trade. Uh, that's just my opinion, but he seemed a little bit rattled by the trade. But now it seems like he's really settling in, obviously. And I mean, he's growing a connection with his fam, uh, with with the with his teammates and all that. And uh, he's really starting to embrace being a Bruin, and you can see how much it benefits him, and not just the Bruins, but him as well, and all of us. I mean, the dude's been fucking lights out in the playoffs. I mean, that's exactly the Tyler Bertuzzi that we know. He finally gets to see the playoffs too, and this, so you know, this know, guy's fucking first... horny. Well, that's it. Th- like, that's the thing too, dude. It's like it's his first ever playoff, right? And like he's playing so good. Um, and you're right. When we first did get him, I thought he was disinterested too. I was like, oh fuck. Because like Lauren was like Lauren Big Bruins energy. She was going off to me about how, like, you know, uh Bertuzzi's so good, like he's a passing god. Just wait till you see like what he can do with the puck and his hockey IQ. And she was just like completely like um revving his engine. And then he came <laughs> over and I was just like, I knew he was a good player, and I've heard about this playoff run and all that stuff, but like the Calder Cup playoff run, but I was just kind of like worried at first. I was like, it looks like he's sad he got traded. Like it genuinely looks like he doesn't want to be here. That's and exactly that, what I thought. Yeah. And it worries that worried me for a bit. And like, like I said, like Lauren kept being like, no, no, believe me, he's gonna, he's gonna catch fire. You guys are gonna love him. He's gonna be a Bruin. And it's, it's shitty because now everyone's like, oh, re sign this guy. No one's given her 
any credit for it. And like, she was uh, on him like from the beginning. And I don't know. It's just like, it's funny how our fan base works like that. Like when we got Orloff, I was like, Oh, okay. Like, I guess we'll see what happens here. And like, he's just been an absolute stud. And why I'm linking them together is because what, like, um, the first couple games, I was like, oh, Orloff, like, doesn't look like he has it at all. And it was, like, the opposite. Whereas, like, Orloff came in hot, and Bertuzzi came in a little slower. And then Bertuzzi turned it on the playoffs, and, like, or- Orloff looked a little slower. And Hathaway's yeah. just kind of been, like, at his normal, like, what what he gives every night, no matter what, right? But, and then you just, like, see Orloff turn it on, and you hear McAvoy last night, like, this guy's a proven winner. He's won a cup mm-hmm. before. Like, you know what that's like bringing that type of person in the locker? And, like, you know, for all these young guys that haven't been to the cup finals before, like McAvoy and DeBrusque and them, like, haven't tasted, like, the cup being, like, right in front of them and losing it. So, like, it's yeah. nice to bring in a couple extra guys that, like, know that feeling of, like, if I don't win this game tonight, like, we're not going home with the cup. Yeah, no, like, it... it... I love the Orlov trade. What the with the Orlov and Hathaway trade, what caught my eye the most was just getting a guy like Hathaway because I think that's what the Bruins fourth line needed all season long. And previous seasons, he's been a Bruins killer uh forever. He's been a pain in our ass. And he's just he's just like the perfect addition. And obviously Orlov goes to show he ended up being the perfect addition because my my worry at that time was like we, we need more right-handed defensemen, but then you get a guy like Orlov who can play both sides then. And he's just, he's been fucking, he did slow down. Like, you know, he did slow down for a little, I, he didn't do himself any favors coming in hot and just fucking lighting up the world, <laughs> you know, cause then you do that. And then everyone expects you to put up a goal or two a game, you know, have three point nights every fucking night, but they did a great job. He got the right pieces. He read the room perfectly, and Big Dick Don got it done. And then yep. Tyler Bertuzzi ended up in Tyler the Tyler Donnie Bertuzzi Bruce Wayne. <laughs> the Tyler Bertuzzi one seemed, seemed like a panic move to one too because it obviously didn't seem like they were sure who was going to be if Hall was going to be back in time. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And it's crazy too because like you hear other podcasts like oh. The Bruins circumvented the cap, blah, blah, blah. No, actually, we didn't. We had the guys hurt, and they were actually fucking hurt. Um, Like, Derek Forbert was hurt, and you could yeah. even tell he was still hurt in the first first period of the first game. But yeah, I still think then, his foot's bothering him a little bit, yeah, too. At, time, at times, he looks like a fucking traffic cone. I'm sorry. He does. Love, and love like, you, Lauren. Love you, Forbert, but he looks <laughs> like a traffic cone at times. No, and she's even said it, though. I've seen her online like say like he hasn't been great. She was even saying like Grizzlick should go in for Forbert. But what do you know? Your boy hit it on the fucking head again. The I'm telling you, the best system for our defense is having Orloff on the right side and taking Clifton out. I've loved Clifton this year. This is yeah. not a knock against Clifton. It's just Grizzlick and McAvoy are so fucking good together. And it looks like Grizzlick's like learned a couple things from because you gotta remember Monty's like a like he's he's really helped defense like everywhere he's gone. And he yeah. like talks about Tory Krug and how much he helped him in his game. And he like when Monty was in St. Louis, Tory Krug like looked like himself again. And now it's like Grizzlick looks like a better version of Tory Krug that like, you know, he's like a puck puck possession 
uh, guy, great passes, all this stuff, but he actually doesn't get burned defensively. He's just, yeah, he's a little smaller, but like it, it works fine against Florida. And um, I don't know, like I, I've been loving everything Clifton's done for us this year, but I'd rather have Grizzly in over Clifton. And I, I, Forbert kills, like it's not just about killing penalties with Forbert. He goes out at the end of the game when they pull the goalie. Like that's technically killing a penalty too. It's like, yeah. Four minutes at the end of the game sometimes with four birds on the ice. Like four to the last six minutes. You know what I mean? Like that's where he gets most of it. Montgomery was talking about his last media availability. Uh yeah, that's so people were talking about like because obviously after game two, someone was coming out of the lineup. Uh some people thought it was gonna be four boards, some people thought it was um gonna potentially be Clifton. And I think if you gauge it at the time, I was gonna my assumption was that a lot of people thought you were going to take out forboard at the time, which I was on kind of on the in despite the season that Clifton has had, he's shut me up probably 90% of the games this season, mm-hmm. but he I has just, slowed down a bit. He has slowed down a little bit. And I think it, I mean, he's a, such a physical player too. So, you know, maybe some rest and all that, uh, can, can really benefit him watching from the ninth floor, but when you bring in a guy like Grizzly, Grizzly has something that a lot of these guys don't have, you know, when it comes to bottom pairing, because mm-hmm. you got, obviously you have Lynn home. Who's I, in my opinion, is not even having that great of a series. I think he's doing just fine, but I mm-hmm. still think he can take it to another level. I think he's and a little banged up. Yeah. Oh, he definitely is. He's gotta be. He, yeah. He put the team on his back at the beginning of the year. Like his, his stat line is zero, zero, zero plus two, two penalty minutes, zero, 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 zero six shots for the whole series this is why you need to finish them finish these fucking shit bags in five get the rest mm-hmm. you know get go celebrate have some fucking dad sodas preferably you had a day off heineken silvers yeah um yeah you get a true day off and then i mean so who you- knows that that other series could potentially be over in five games as well but still you're gonna have to wait a little bit as because if it's toronto you could be playing saturday night you think so, though? If they win Thursday, that's two days. And Saturday, Hockey Night in Canada is every Saturday. And Toronto has to play on Saturdays in the playoffs. Like, it's like a law that Rogers has. I'm not even joking, dude. Because when they were figuring, I already knew we were playing. We started last Monday, right? Yes. Okay? Yeah, yes. so I already knew we were playing last Monday because it, the team that played on Tuesday was going to play Saturday, right? So like Toronto gets the Saturday spot. So if we win on, if we win tomorrow, and Toronto wins on the twenty seventh, we will probably play Saturday. I feel like you might need some other series to close out by then. No. Well, I see. This is why I'm saying it because once COVID hit, all that stuff changed, and it was like you, if the team's ready, you play. If yeah. the team's not ready, you sit and wait. Right. So, like, I'm just thinking if the NHL wants because, like, they've already got this, like, extended way too far, right? They need to somehow trim a week off of this whole schedule that they have because, like, right now the playoffs end on, like, the the third week of June. But also is, look like, at this really as, late. As far as the Eastern Conference, I mean, yeah, so Tam- Tampa and Leafs will play Thursday. They could potentially close that out at home. But then you got the Devils Rangers who do, they don't play game five till Thursday and you're guaranteed at least two more games mm-hmm. there. So what there's 
Yeah, so it could actually, be yeah, next I guess because then but... they could play Monday. Then you give, you give. I mean, we're getting ahead of ourselves too. I don't want to no, fucking jinx us or anything, but yeah. I. Long story short, we're talking about Leafs in, in the second round. We can't. It's a reverse jinx. If yeah, anything. Jesus Christ, that's like me talking <laughs> about having a nine-inch horn. You know, it's a fucking. That's what I said to my buddy, dude. <laughs> I said to my buddy, I was like, "This is either the year." Or this is going to be set up as the worst fucking letdown of all time. Being up 3-1 in the series, yeah, having these amazing the comebacks. Up. Yeah, like, you know. Oh, 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 you're talking about Leafs. Okay. Yeah, to, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if for the, I was saying to my Leafs buddies that if, um, yeah, if, if, if they win, it's like, oh, they broke the curse. Cool. But if they yeah. lose, it's going to fucking hurt so bad. It's going to be bad. And haven't they kind of want to, if it goes to games... Oh, sorry. Didn't they blow a 3-1 series lead against Montreal, that COVID um, bubble hockey thing? I thought so. I, I think. I could be wrong. Might. I don't know. But you, you definitely know it's in the they back of your mind. They blew a 3-2 against us one year. Yeah. I feel like that's happened several times. But Yeah, yeah. out of all of these years they've lost in seven games, they've never won a game four. Last night was the first time. Wow. I, and I, I went I went to bed and I saw a 4-1 lead. I'm like, I'm going to cash out. I'm going to wake up some fucking money in my FanDuel account. Nope, those fucking Psych, assholes. Psych, bitch. Dude, Vasilevsky's dead, huh? Me and my... Oh, dude. So that Vasil, uh, Tampa Bay's old assistant coach, who's Detroit's coach now, John LeLong or something like that, Um, he was saying that they had to change their whole defensive coverage zone when they got Vasilevsky because he was letting in like 72% of the shots from the point. Oh, shit. And it's like he said that live on air, and then the Leafs scored like three fucking goals from the point. No shit. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, yo, what the fuck is this? That's absolutely wild. I was like, this then I, like, I saw a, a picture. With Tampa, that coach. Yeah. Like, what the fuck's he doing? <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, you um, I saw a picture like from when they beat Montreal in the Stanley Cup Finals. I that's so fucking weird to say because that's so uh, fraudulent in yeah. the bubble hockey thing. But Montreal but, went on to become the first team to ever finish thirty second place in the NHL the next year. So fuck them. Yeah, yeah, that's more <laughs> so where they belong. Yeah. And uh, it was they were like. It was him and is Vasilevsky and Carey Price like shaking hands in the line, and mm. they're the same height. I think Vasilevsky has ten more pounds or fifteen more pounds on him, whatever it was, or it might have even been as little as five. But how different, how much bigger Vasilevsky looks! Oh yeah, and, and the the picture was. I know Carey Price is a little bit more old school because he's been in the league a little bit longer, so he obviously wears different pads because it just helps him be a little bit more mobile. But it was like wild to see. Yeah. But no, I think I know which picture you're talking about because then people made that picture and they like they made it into Photoshop. Yeah. yeah, they photoshopped Vasilevsky like massive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, but yeah, I, I mean, love those threads where people are like, uh so many retweets and I'll or every this amount of retweets, I'll make this guy's head bigger. It's just like you're yeah. scrolling through the thread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. But uh, the internet, yeah. So, long story short, close these fuckers out, stop mm-hmm. getting hurt. I mean, you know, it, even if you end up do playing Saturday, say you do hypothetically knock on wood, close it out tonight, Wednesday night. 
um, get yourself as much rest as possible. Play as as play as little amount of games as possible. Obviously, I mean that's the name of the game. They want to win every fucking game, but uh, I think it's very important to close this out Wednesday night tonight. As you're listening, hopefully bright and early Wednesday morning, Boston Bruins fucking game day, baby. But let me ask you this, buddy: Do you want? It seems like Bergeron's returning to Game Five. Do you want him in the lineup? Bergeron, yes. Krejci, no. Bergeron, because uh, I think it gives you one of those like, like, like I was saying earlier, like when the guys had a couple days off, they don't play the greatest. I'm kind of worried about this game tomorrow. If we're gonna be honest, like I just, I'm, I'm worried they're gonna have that same lull yeah. effort. And if Bergeron's in the lineup. I think that changes that a bit. It's like, holy shit, Bergie's back. Like, this is what we were winning these games for. This is what this season's been about. So I I honestly feel better about the game if Bergeron's in tomorrow. Um, like I said about Krejci real quick, I just want to throw this in. Sweeney said Krejci won't be practicing today after he goes and gets something looked at. Um, but then he did end up practicing, so that's good news for everyone who's been worried. Well, about he practiced Krejci. alone before. Yeah, the went on. yeah, yeah, but at least he was on the ice, right? Yeah, because no, that is it, encouraging. Yep. Yeah, because if it was bad news, like bad bad news, then he they would be they probably would have came out today and been like or tomorrow and been like, yeah, we don't know when Krejci's coming back. Yeah, because so, you're, you're hearing it's an elbow injury with um, yeah. With and Monty today said too that like he's hopeful for Game Six, which I. Fuck that like that's why you bring Bergie in, you win game five and you give Krejci a couple extra days and then you come in to this next series a different team, which is huge. You know what I mean? Like with yeah. the depth you have, like you've been playing this team you have now against the Tampa or sorry, Tampa Panthers and Tampa or Toronto are going to have no games on your playoff game or no notes on your playoff game right now because you're you're fielding a whole new roster potentially yeah. in your top six. Yeah, that no, that's a that's a good point, and I just wanted yeah. to throw the Krejci thing in quick. Yeah, no, that, that that was next on my list after the whole Bergeron thing because, yeah. I mean, ideally, I don't want Bergeron playing Game Five, but if it means taking care of business, finishing these shit bags out, and moving on to uh, the next series, so be it. I'm worried about him. Um, <clears throat> I am too. Dude. I'm not sure. I think what... this this is. Can we agree that this is probably it for Krejci and Bergeron? Like, yeah, I don't know I, if they're gonna want to go through this again. I think that's why you gotta I, win it. I thought for sure Krejci was done after this season, regardless of the outcome. I think if the Bruins maybe didn't win it all this season, I thought there's a chance that Bergeron could potentially come back. But the little nagging injuries he's been dealing with this since elbow's the the been season. a couple of years, man. Yeah, it's a little bit concerned. So I, I think regardless of what it's happens 40 year old man like them are done yeah it's crazy it's insane yeah. to think all like, the I miles they have too holy oh, shit, punctured man. lungs yeah broken rib cages like even then now you're going on to march on double hip surgery like our childhood is it's like toy story our oh childhood's just like <laughs> withering away in front of us you're gonna make me cry on the fucking podcast uh, uh, no yeah. but that that's uh, what i'm getting at is this is this is the year you do it. You fucking everybody, you know, you can tell everyone's bought in. Like the fact that Olmark was trying to fight Kachuk tells me that this guy's dialed the fuck in. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he does not seem like a guy that would drop the gloves. And he was like red, like feral. Like he like you, you posted that picture on the, the meme shirt. He's just like 
like the way he's looking around is like i'll fucking murder you bud and so i i just i don't know i, I just think that he's dialed the fucking the guys are ready to go like you gotta do this for bergeron and craigie you oh yeah especially with um i mean fucking bergeron showing up uh at the home games talking to them in between periods yeah, texting pretty much fucking, yeah texting chris kelly uh, texting Chris Kelly uh, on the away games and whatnot, and like this dude wants it bad. I oh, mean, yeah. I not not that it takes away from any other year, but you can tell. Uh, I wonder if Krejci was like, or uh, Bergeron was like to Monty, like, "Hey, Krejci doesn't have it. Take him out of the line." You know what I mean? Like, I like I guess more or less what I'm saying is I'd love to be a a fly in the um in the room of that conversation or a tap in the phone wire of that conversation to see if Bergeron at any point was like, Hey, like I've been watching these games and like, I know my boy Krejci and he just doesn't have it right now. And I wonder if that was like a thing going into game three. Yeah. All. That's because I don't know. Cause you know, Bergeron would say something. He doesn't give a shit. He pretty much like he's the organization from the ground up, I guess you would say. I don't think Krejci has looked too right even leading into the playoffs either. I mean, he's had a good year. You can show, you can see that his age was kind of showing towards the end of the year. The, I feel the like cross check to the face is where it all started for me. When he took that cross check to the face, I think it was in Philly. Maybe it's so all, he always gets injured against Philly, but um, he took a cross check like to the head or to the neck area. The, the listeners will tweet at us. Yeah, I, I remember I, that. I, remember he was injured for a bit there? I swear it was after the playoff break. I, anyways, I, he, he took like a cross check to the face. And for me, that moment was like, oh, this is like when he never really came back the same. And then he had this other le- nagging injury. And it was just like, I think it's the same nagging injury. Like, I think it's like neck, shoulder, um, like mid to like up area like mid to upper body area of where he where he got injured or where he is injured so i don't know i i, I hope the best for him because he fucking he was like realistically when you think about it creche was like a big reason why we didn't just stay afloat at the beginning of the year and you know like him and bergeron really him bergeron pasternak lindholm they put the team on their back in the beginning of the year and oh yeah whether Krejci plays another game in the playoffs or not like he's done what he needed to do he got us home ice he fucking got us here if he wants to come in in the eastern conference finals and play 13 minutes a night i don't give a shit he's deserved it he he definitely deserves it, but the emergence of Zaka with how he's really thrived under Monty this season and has adapted Student to of play. the game. Yeah, and he's just adapted to every role he's had on this team this season. I think you have the luxury to move things. Obviously, you have the luxury to move things. And Coyle as well. I mean, Coyle looked like a number mm-hmm. one centerman the other night. He looked like a 1A, 1B kind of guy. And yeah, he doesn't have the numbers right now in the playoffs, but... The dude's a fucking stud. Zaka's producing. I mean, he doesn't have a goal yet, but he does have four apples. I, I bet you Coyle's analytics are off the charts this playoffs. Oh, my God. Who's you know that? what I Jay mean? Fresh? We need Jay Fresh to fucking do Yeah, something. I know. And, and that, 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 like, like you're saying, like, is that, like what, a su- what a surprise Zaka has been this season. The, the trade was always one for one. Always <laughs> going to be one for one on that one. But, like, well, it, and then he re-signs and, 
he now he's playing like a million, maybe two million over his contract next year. And he's young. He's only gonna get better. Like it's crazy because like Zaka DeBrusque Coil or Coil Carlo are like all the same age, like 26 years old. Like you have them for the next three to four years if you figure yeah. like Zaka and Coil, you have for the next four years for sure. If you figure this thing out with the brusque, like I, I don't it's just I don't know. I mean Zaka Weird, weirdly has... getting ahead of myself there, but Zaka has yeah. just been such a treat this year. Uh, yeah, Zaka's gotten better throughout the season, and it's evident. Like it, it is no. He's secret. a yes guy. Yeah, yes, coach. 100%. Where do you need me, coach? Yep. What do you want me to do? Who do you need yeah. me to kill? Where do you want me to hide the body? All that. Pulls, good he pulls Bergeron aside in practice to work on faceoffs. That's Speak. a guy that wants to win. Speaking you know what I mean? This guy and a guy who wants to win, and I totally agree with you there because I just think, but also with. With Zaka, I think it comes down to the leadership in the locker room and all the veterans that you have where he really just got welcomed in. He's mm-hmm. got how many he lived guys in from... Boston as off season. Yeah, too. yeah. He was already New comfortable in Boston. Pasta. Um and yeah, he, he's got guys from his motherland fucking playing with him. Grew up with Zaboral. He got to see he got to be part of a one of the greatest teams in NHL. Winning history. culture. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And he grew up with Zaboral. He already had a buddy on the team and probably even he, more, obviously. I think Zach has said a couple times this year that the, the biggest change for him is being around guys like Bergeron and Krejci, being around veterans that have won and that know the game inside yeah, and out. Look what happens when you put a talented player in a winning culture, not like, don't get New Jersey. Exactly. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, New Jersey, like, they've caught lightning a bottle this year, and I don't think they're going to take a back step. I'm glad they even the series up against the Rangers. I, I think it's great for the game. Uh, mm-hmm. Jack, Jack Hughes, did you see his celly did it last yeah. night? Oh, what yeah. What a fucking Sick stud, goal. dude. Yeah. That, I, I want to hate, I hate the Rangers and I want to hate Jack Hughes so much, but they're really constructing a great team over there. That Mercer kid, like, yeah. It, but, but like, we're getting at, no, notice all the players I've mentioned Mercer, uh, Hughes, Heesher. They're all three, four year players. Like Zaka was the veteran there. Zaka yeah. needed a veteran that he never got because he came in at the beginning of the rebuild. So he got Someone screwed there. Too. I forget who said that as well. And he's not a play driver, he's a complimentary player. And he, yeah. he in, in, they were asking too much of him in New Jersey. And it's funny because Hala is, is, uh, nodded like oh, you know what i mean like that's what hall said because hall played with him for like what a season or two and yeah um, yeah he was a rookie with him yeah so and he told him he's like he never really found his identity there he wasn't given a chance to find his identity there now he comes over to a team like us finds his identity settles in and just you know lights the world on fire i mean you know i'm gonna start calling him maverick because that gift, yeah, that gift <laughs> yeah. that he has, where he's like putting the glasses down. I want to start yeah. calling him Maverick, dude. Maybe Goose. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see which one lands and feels better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll have to see. I mean, uh, who knows? Maybe he we'll is kind of a Maverick. Like when he went fucking <laughs> when he took that slap shot and he went <laughs> <laughs> nine feet in the air. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. cleared two guys. Yeah, uh, oh, but yes. Yeah, so, but yeah, like I just. It's it's so weird too because I I keep a guy's name I keep looking over at is Trent Frederick and I feel bad because he's played great it's just he's just young he's you know what I mean like he's just he's going through those woes that DeBrusque went through at the beginning of his career in the playoffs it's just like 
you know, they're trying everything they can. DeBrusque is more of a sharp shooter, so he he was able to put the puck in the net. And he was also playing with guys like Krejci at a younger age. But, like, I don't know. I just, I just, I'm always worried about Frederick because I guess under Cassidy was a little different. He kind of seemed like he got his feelings hurt a lot more, which is totally warranted, especially being a younger player and having a hard-ass coach like Cassidy. But it just seems like Freddie's really, or Freddie, Monty's really helped Freddie uh, find this like middle ground. And I just hope him not being in the lineup because it kind of looks like he's not going to be in the lineup for tomorrow's game. It kind of like, to me, it should, the message should be, hey, you're not a fourth liner anymore. We can't, like, this is a Lauco job. This is a Greer job. This is a Felino job when uh, Krejci's back. You're a guy yeah. that's going to be playing third line minutes or second line minutes for us for the future going forward. Like, I really think Frederick could be a great middle six player, like a Bertuzzi type um, for the rest of his career. And it's like, that's a first round pick that you hit on that people didn't think you hit on. Yeah. Um, so I, I, that's just one thing I'm wor- a little worried about. I, I hope if he does, does get taken out of the lineup tomorrow, he just bounces back immediately because he's been a great, great fucking player for us this year. Like if it wasn't for Zaka, Trent Frederick's my seventh player of the year award winner easily. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, speaking of, I guess you could say seventh player award for us. I mean, he really stepped it up out of nowhere this year and fucking came in buzzing. That's right. That's our boy. Bobby. Hey, hey, wait, are you talking? Are you talking about Tripodski? Tripodski. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. We, we still got to get the shirts made on that. Yeah, I gotta... I'm working on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Tripodski. Yeah. Our boy Tripodski. I mean, he's got to change his Twitter handle now, too. But yeah. <laughs> um, we got to shoot it over to our boy Bobby fucking Brewski, a.k.a. Tripodski. Uh, sorry for the wait, folks, but so good. Here's, one. here's your boy. Yeah, ten minutes of fucking sex. Actually, I'm pretty sure he says something about Trent, the Tread Frederick. Um, he says, "Oh, he does at the end." Yeah, yeah. 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 So you'll we'll, you yeah, Frederick we'll let you listen. Wins. Yeah, you'll definitely want to listen all the way through. Um, ladies and gentlemen, here's Bobby Brewski Tripodski from the beaches of Winnipeg. Under the palm trees of the West End, the cold it's Bobby What is going on, folks? Welcome to the 11th edition of Bobby's Corner. Trent Frederick special, baby. How we fucking feeling out there? Little Justin Towns, Earl Fram. Memphis in the rain. It's a great song to listen to when you're having a coffee and a cigarette. Which may be the theme because some folks celebrate Halloween. Alright? We spent 30 days, 31 days, watching a different horror movie every day, you know? Whether that's Halloween Town, Ernest Scared Stupid, or maybe you're watching a fifth nightmare in Elm Street for some fucking reason. Then you got your folks who celebrate Christmas. November 1st hits, they put up the lights, they put up the tree, they put on the goddamn Christmas soundtrack, whether that be Michael Buble or the Austrian Death Machine version. Me, myself, two holidays I love. Valentine's Day and the NHL playoffs. Now, I can sit here, and I have sat here, and you've heard me, 
piss and moan and rant and talk about all the flaws that the NHL has, but I will give the show this. The playoffs are the best that there is, and they always deliver. I'm not really one to like Marvel movies, but every year, those fucking movies, they come out, and people go out in swarms, and they see that shit, and they shoot that shit off to the top of the charts. I used to hate on those people because it was fun, but when I looked at it through this view, I get it. Because every year during the first round of the playoffs, no one can get a hold of me, nobody can see me, and I have to consistently apologize to whoever I'm working for at the time. Because it dominates my life. And every fucking year, I sit there and I say the same thing. This is the best playoffs I've seen thus far. And then I instantly regret not booking off all my vacation time to spend watching it and rewatching games. It has been crazy this year. Jets brought back the whiteout. It's not looking too good, though. They're down 3-1. to They lost Shifley. They lost Morrissey. End of an error. Move on. The LA Kings and the Edmonton Oilers. You want to talk about a sequel that nobody saw coming? That nobody knew that they would want? The absolute hatred between the Oilers and the Kings is outstanding. Easily. Easily the best series in these playoffs so far. And we haven't even seen the best of Connor McDavid yet. Also, shout out to Philip Deneau. Should have been a Bruin. Fuck. Now, this is a special shout out. Followed by an apology. Minnesota Wild. Our boy, Marcus Johansson. Mojo. Take a minute. Remember, love them. Embrace it. Okay, Minnesota. I liked them during the season. I liked what they did during the trade deadline. I didn't know what to expect of this team. I thought to myself, I'm going to wait to the playoffs. I know the series is tied right now. But fuck, if you're Dallas, are you not getting a little bit worried? Because Minnesota can score in bunches. They can defend well, and they beat the absolute shit out of you in the process. In game one, that Dallas, they should have won that game. But when Ryan Hartman scored that goal, I got the worst feeling inside me. I got the feeling that this dude is going to absolutely break hearts down the stretch. And yeah, when I say down the stretch, I mean, I don't think Dallas is making it out of this series anymore. I think once Joe Pavelski went down, their last saving grace, it was done. Hopefully I'm wrong because Minnesota is not a team I would want the Bruins to play in the finals. Because they're big, they're strong, and they're fucking mean. The Minnesota Wild are everything the Florida Panthers wish they were right now. Sorry. My cat's biting on my sweater. Give me a second. My only Bruins sweater that you can purchase online. You know what else you can purchase online? Tyler Bertuzzi. Just the tip shirts. 
Did you forget about that yet? Is that your reminder? Just the Burt, baby. That's the hottest thing to hit the fashion market since Ed Hardy t-shirts discovered cocaine in a bathroom. Okay? Fucking right. Maybe we'll make a tutorial showing you how to remove the sleeves so you can release the guns. Now, whether you got an arsenal or just some little guys, that's okay. No one's judging here. We just want you to be fully equipped and ready to annihilate any beer in sight. Tyler fucking Batuzzi. How refreshing is it that what we acquired at the deadline is already helping us in the playoffs? I mean, whatever pass is lacking, Bertuzzi's picking up. Orloff. After games one and two, the debate was on. It was thrown out there. Were you going to remove Orloff? He burned those fucking tapes in games three and four. And Hathaway. I mean, you got Kachuk trying to be a big fucking man, trying to be tough. You got Sam Bennett tugging at his dick. This is the fourth liner that the Florida Panthers are targeting. I mean, he's not even our best player. He's somebody that arguably could sit on the ninth floor. And that's who they're going to pick on? The only thing funnier than that is all the parasites from the other fan bases. You know, the Hurricane fans, the Rangers fans, the uh, Maple Leaf fans who are fucking jumping on the Panthers like they're parasites and they're the host. And trying to roast the Bruins and trying to call us soft. Like, buddy, the only thing softer than Matthew Kachuk's fucking hands is the fact that he ran away from Calgary because he couldn't handle Daryl's tough love coaching. Fucking spoiled Brad and his curly head fuck. It's hilarious. Shit fucking kills me. Now, I know why they throw the rats on the ice. It's a cute tradition. Shout out to the rat trick. Them throwing rats on the ice when Brad Marchand is skating, though? Oof. I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, you went to the finals one time in a decade where 80% of the fan base that's watching this game right now wasn't even born. If the Bruins finish this series on Wednesday... And Maddie and his Boy Scouts don't even get a chance to go home and play in front of their home crowd. I think it's only fair that the Florida Panthers fan base and wherever the hell that is that we're watching retires the rat trick. The Boston Bruins are going to take out the heart of the Panthers. We're going to take out the heart of Paul Maurice. And we're going to take those fucking rats away from them. Now, before I shoot it off to the boys... I just want to give a special big Bobby shout out to our boy, Trent Frederick. Now, Charlie Coyle, for the first two games, I thought was the man behind the Trent madness. Because Trent's been so good. He's been snake bitten, give or take. But he's been playing smart hockey. He's been playing hard-nosed hockey. He almost died. He almost got choked out at the end of game two. And what do you do? Played even better in game three and game four. But I think the best thing that happened was David Krejci not playing. Charlie Cole again moved up. 
and this entire fan base realizing that Trent Frederick isn't just a player that hides behind Coyle's greatness. He's also somebody that can carry a line as well. Him and Nick Foligno with Taylor Hall, unreal. That is not a line I ever thought would be as effective as it is. We've all talked about it too. Both Bergie's absence, Krejci's absence. When it's all said and done, and everybody's nitpicking on whether or not he belongs in the Hall of Fame, this is going to be the, the series we bring up to solidify that. Before I shoot it back off to Brett and Boosie, I just want to give a big shout out to the Zoom crew. It's been an absolute blast watching the games with y'all. You've been great. I've been Bobby. I want to send out all my loving to all my friends in the punk rock scene. We lost a good one this past week. Ben was an absolute legend. One of the best dudes you can meet playing music, going to shows. Take some time to listen to this band, Worst Days Down. Wherever you may be, my guy, I hope you're in a better place. Let's go, bees. Bobby Tripodsky Brewski does, doesn't miss. Doesn't miss at all, man. I miss Bobby's corner. I feel bad too because we kind of fucking I don't even know the right word for it, but he he had to send us and he was kind of happy about it anyways, too. Honestly, I didn't even get to listen to the last one, but when we pushed it back, and obviously there are two more games to talk about, Bobby was like, All right, I'm gonna send you guys a new one. We pushed it back, um, obviously recording Tuesday night, and I'm glad he did. The dude I miss, I missed Bobby's corner. When you skip like it's not even a like a few days past our typical recording day. It feels like a long fucking time, man. I oh, mean, yeah, never, man. never mind that. This weekend itself for me felt like a long fucking time. And you've been sick, so it's probably felt like even oh, longer. Yeah, it's <laughs> felt like two weeks. Yeah, but plus playoffs. It's like hockey every night, right? So it's yeah, like it feels yeah. even weirder. Yeah, I know exactly. And then it's just like the Bruins get two days off, which feels weird. And so, oh, yeah. Obviously, I didn't Celtics. really like that to be honest. Uh, yeah, but Celtics are playing tonight. Buck the seas. Just... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but is there, <laughs> yeah, seriously, I... unless they make it further than the no, no, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Which hopefully they don't. Or I got my Tatum jersey in the closet somewhere. I've never been to a basketball game or anything. I just, I, I could care less for the, I mean, I'll bandwagon not... the Celtics, but I've never yeah. been to an NBA game. I, I haven't watched a second of the Celtics yet this postseason. I just don't really care. Dude, I went to a Raptors-Celtics game, sat courtside, That's... and left because it was so boring. I was like, what <laughs> is – I can go to the YMCA and did see you a hear, better game than this. <laughs> did you hear Charles Barkley? Uh, Charles Barkley said, like, during one of the intermissions or whatever, like, I forget when it was, but he's oh, like oh. – he's, he's like. Just... I'm not even I like this 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 is boring. I'm I, I was watching the NHL playoffs on TBS in between whatever. I'm like, damn, like good. I mean he's always gassed, he's always hyped yeah, up he, uh, the, yeah NHL playoffs anyways. Yeah, yeah. Wait, he said a game was boring. Yeah, whatever game he was covering, yeah, I which one it was. He's I saw a clip of it. He said it was boring. He's like, I was watching the NHL playoffs, like it was so it's just more fun. And he's been saying that for a while yeah. now. Yeah, he he was on TNT's hype video, uh, like being like, "Yes, the playoffs are here!" Like he was like, they they put him in the play, like you know, they did the video with all the people that they have like on their 
TNT's network. Like Shaq was in it for a second, whatever. And yeah. Shaq was just kind of like hockey, like being joke, like joking or whatever. Yeah. And then uh, Charles is just like, fuck yeah. Like I've been waiting for this. Cause he, <laughs> yeah. he, cause like you said, he always says like regular season hockey sucks. It's boring. But then once it comes to the playoffs, he's like, it's as good as March madness. So, oh, and yeah. he's right. So it it is this playoffs is like i know we're, like we're doing a huge catch up on the bruins but these playoffs have been unreal like no, low it, key really good not really maybe has. not as good as last year but very close yeah it, it's oh man it's um the matchups the storylines yeah like the tampa the tampa um Toronto one has just been phenomenal just because the hatred York, built up. New Jersey. New York, New Jersey. It's and this just... is where I agree with Bettman that divisional playoff matchups are good. The problem is you don't play it at your team. Like you don't play the teams in your division enough throughout the year for it to fucking make sense standing wise. That's yeah. my fucking problem with it. Cause like once you get to the playoffs, yeah, cool. It, it, it's great. Don't get me wrong. Like we're going to, we're going to play Toronto or Tampa in the second round. If both, if everybody advances, like that's unbelievable. That's money in Gary's pocket. That's if what I was saying you... to someone last night is sorry, real quick. Um, I know I've been really ranty this pod. Sorry, everybody, but um, um, Seattle, they beat who is it? Yeah, they beat Colorado last night to even up the series. Do you know how much money the NHL is going to get from that? You know what I mean? Like oh Seattle being in the playoffs. Vegas being in the playoffs, Toronto being in a playoff. Like we might see the salary cap go up like three million this summer if these teams go a little farther. Oh man, that would be something else, dude. That would be awesome. But oh, fuck, I forget what I was gonna say. Sorry, I totally <laughs> fucking ranted on. Yeah, that. no, I, f- I forget what I was gonna say, but um, it truly has. It really has been. I mean, the first round is always so exciting for the NHL. Like I, I love. I love nothing more than the first round for uh for the NHL. I mean, you got uh, I mean, New Jersey and New York. Like, oh, that's what I was gonna say. Like, about the playoff system and the playoff format. Like, how you know the standings and whatnot. Like, I mean, Toronto and Tampa have known all season long, basically since after the first twenty thirty games, that they were going to be playing each other in the first round. I think Toronto's trade deadline acquisitions look totally different if they didn't know who they were playing in the first round, you know, I don't oh, think yeah. they add as many players and as gritty as players as they typically would have added, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. hundred percent. And that McCabe guy they picked up who Boston was heavy in on before we oh, got oil off pick up. Yeah. Like they got him at $2 million for this year. Next. Like that's a, and the, the problem with the Leafs right now though, like I know this isn't a Leafs podcast, but Fucking the problem with them is they have too many of the same defense. They have like three or four left-handed defensemen that both like they all play like Morgan Riley, like that McCabe guy, fucking Justin Hall. Um, fuck, I don't even know the rest of the names. But then they got like Shen, Shen like, you know. yeah, Shen. You know what I mean? Like, and it's just like all these defense that play the exact same style. And that's the only thing I've noticed from them playing Tampa is like, oh, I was like, if we have to play the Leafs and this is the style of D that they put out with Samson off in that, I am not worried at all. Yeah, it might go the distance, but I'm not worried. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm not worried. Uh, they're definitely one of the better Toronto teams that we have played in the past, for sure. Like, they're kind of built for a long run, but the Bruins are just a better overall team. And we should probably stop 
fucking talking like we're already out of the first round. I feel like we're just going to fucking yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. It's just like, like we, we haven't talked so long and like tomorrow could be the last game of the series. I that's know, just like we're trying to cover. That's I already told myself. I was like, you can't jinx it because a I'm moving this weekend. So all my Bruins shit, I'm going to have to take down and put new stuff up. Like, dude, there's a Bruin. I have a Bruins fucking uh, uh, canvas print that's up just outside my door. And I must have like bumped into it or something because it's like a little bit crooked on the wall. I I will not fix it. (laughs) I cannot. And it's driving my OCD fucking crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. But but you know what would be even crazier is if Florida won the next three games because I fucking straightened up that picture. So. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I told myself, like, all superstitions have to go out the window because you're moving, you're setting up a new place, like all that. And you just have to tell you, like, I, I don't know. I just always tell myself, I'm like, there's no way the Bruins are going to lose because I didn't do this one thing. But that's because I have OCD and I have to tell myself that. And if I don't, I'm going to fucking lose my mind. But yeah, so... <laughs> That's exactly why I will not be going to any more playoff games. I don't care if it's a Stanley Cup fucking game seven yeah. and I get free tickets. I just I can't do it. I'm obviously well, be like a bad luck thousand charm. bucks a picket ticket though, too. Yeah, I'll I'll just go watch across from the god and make a penny off it or something yeah. if I get a free ticket, which I doubt I would, but um, make more content. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I was just happy when I went into the greatest bar last week that I was allowed back there. So uh, <laughs> that's every, every time like I leave the Bruins game and obviously I always end like almost every night at the greatest bar. I'm like, fuck, I hope I'm allowed back there next time. But I was got to got to see a lot of cool people there, hang out with a lot of cool people despite the outcome. So that was fun. That was a hectic but fun night. Uh, yeah, it's. I know it is weird, like recording, like it, it would have probably made sense just to record like Thursday, but we were eager to get after it. We didn't want to make people wait two more weeks, but obviously, hypothetically speaking, the Bruins close it out within the coming days. You'll get obviously a brand new spanking pod shortly after and do a, a get a real matchup preview because obviously when we had Danny on, which was a fucking blast. Oh, yeah. Um, Sunny D sponsor us. Sunny D sponsors. Those are fucking phenomenal drinks. Yeah, I still haven't found them here yet. And Heineken Silvers. I, I see people uh, um, drinking their Heine Silvers too. So that's encouraging. Oh, them. yeah. My brother's on those, dude. He was yeah. like, he was like, yo, shout out to uh, your, uh, he's trying to remember your, your Nick, like your name, whatever. And he's yeah. like, shout out to, uh your fucking podcast buddy i was like boosie he was like yeah shout out to boosie dude those silvers <laughs> are unbelievable i was dude. like my boy knows what's up I was you know like, it's funny knows so, what's up. so we went we were at the greatest bar before They're the cheaper game. here too sorry just real oh, quick. are they then the, the regulars i bought i bought a 12 pack in fucking new hampshire and they were fucking priced the fuck up but here they're not they're fairly priced here but we were at the greatest bar before the game mark Mark and Nick went to the game and I was like, all right. And like, you guys are here. Let's get you guys a fucking high knee silver. They, they, they had their first sip. They're like pleasantly surprised because I'm not like the regular Heineken. I think I, I, I enjoy it, but I definitely don't like this one's a little bit more crispier. Mm -hmm. Uh, Definitely easier to crush. 100% easier to crush. Uh, but it, it, and I kind of like I got them on the wag. I think Nick even sent it. We have a group text, whatever, going about it. 
Uh, he was in Florida. He went to game four uh, Sunday. I'm trying to find. I think he was drinking one at his hotel beforehand. No. Oh, yeah, he was. He was, he was sucking down a Heineken Silver at 11.42 a.m. Sunday, right before mm-hmm. heading over to the game. So you'd love to see that. Heineken Silvers are where they're at. Sunny D's where they're at. One of those bastards need to fucking sponsor us and respond to my emails. Great time to be alive. Great time to be a Bruins fan. It's just uh, like I get it. so impatient in between games. The series has been a lot of fun to watch. Nerve wracking at times. The injuries, the dirtiness. I love to see the chippiness. I love to see Allmark get fired up. Uh, there's a little bit concerning seeing Allmark in taken out. They're saying it's precautionary, so no foolishness starts. But I think Allmark starting with someone. St- I mean, Jesus, dealing with something. Um, yeah. Uh, you know. remember what i said to you and danny last episode i was like to me it kind of looked like a cracked rib and like you could play through a cracked rib 100 percent, just gonna be painful yeah yeah no it, it'd definitely be painful especially as a goalie. like if it's his back there's no way he's fucking playing like how he is i think yeah. it's something minor that's like bruise or crack or something like that but I don't know. He took that fucking blocker off. I'm so I'm really happy he didn't get a fine or suspension for cracking Kachuk in the head with that blocker. But I I didn't think they were going to in the playoffs. But like I'm like Bennington. I know Bennington's a little different, and he also had that it, like the stick yeah, in his hand. Just a fucking bitch. Yeah. Yeah, and he had a stick in his hand when he punched Hartman, but still like it's a it's an automatic ejection and supposed to be a game suspension if a goalie cracks a player with their blocker on oh, it's like yeah. a tent to injure or whatever. So I was worried about that for Olmark, but other than that. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was cause he ripped his helmet off. I, I don't know. We couldn't hear things when we were at Warren Tavern. I think uh, Coyle ripped the helmet off when they were on the ground. No, then, no. Oh, when, oh, when, when could Chuck Olmark, touched. Oh no. Olmark ripped his helmet off. Oh no, no. Yeah. So no, that's what a, I It's was an automatic for. 10 minute. At ten minute and supposed to be a game if you punch a player in the head with your blocker. Yeah, it's an automatic suspension. But but then see, apparently Montgomery said he didn't get one for that, which is even weirder because, like I said, we saw it with Jordan Bennington at the beginning of the year, and apparently Monty was the one that was like, "No, come off the ice. We don't need you fighting anybody." Well, I was looking up like, and that means that they want to ride Allmark because. If they didn't, if they didn't care about switching back and forth, they would have left Omar and Net to fight. But if you go back and look at it too, though, I mean, it's a little bit different when a goalie has to serve a penalty. But Allmark did get hit with a misconduct surge by Pasta at the end of the did game. The 10, 10? Yeah. So so he yeah, did he, get a ten. He, oh, so he got a yeah, he got a misconduct. Jake okay, DeBrus so- got a misconduct. Sam Bennett and Maddie Kachuk. So. Yeah, because DeBrusque and Bennett were third guys in. We know that rule from playing yeah. hockey. Can't be I mean, third guy in. Third back. guys in automatically. And Bennett was sack tapping um, Hathaway. Oh, I can't wait till Hathaway rings his fucking bell. Do you see that interview? Is yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh he's just like, oh, he, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I saw. Yeah, we got video footage of it. I was just like, yeah. oh, he's going to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he doesn't even look mad. He doesn't look happy. He just looks like he's gonna kill him. Like that's the like he looks like the man that's about to commit a murder. That's what that's the emotions he has on his face right now, which is great. Yeah. Oh yeah, he like he's just waiting to pounce at the right time, basically like waiting on your prey. You know, watching oh, yeah. your prey. 
It's like a praying um, mantis eating a fucking mouse. Yeah. Or a rat. Uh, speaking of fucking rats, good chuck. What's up with them fucking throwing rats? It's from the 90s when they beat they beat someone in a playoff series and like or it's, there was a rat trick and there was like a rat thrown on the ice. Uh, so then the next game they like brought rubber rats and threw them on the ice. I don't Bobby kind of talked about it in the corner a little bit. It, it's just like a Oh it's yeah, one of those, it's one of those cute traditions that like small market teams have. You yeah, know what I mean? Like okay. it's like get something new. I mean, yeah. yeah, like it's like there's really no big. There's big. There's significance, but it's just not like I don't know. It's hard to think of a Bruins one right now, but it, like like in like in Edmonton, or they talk about how they turned the lights went out in the Edmonton Boston series in the nineties because there was so much fog in the arena in the uh, garden or whatever. Yeah. It's just yeah. one of those like dumb little small things like that. Yeah. Uh speaking of which speaking of Bobby, which we kind of forgot to like touch oh, on. Yes. Was there was there anything you wanted to bring up or no, was... I think he, he nailed it all of it. Um like I, like I said in the video, like before the video, he brought up the Freddie thing a little bit. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, it was no typical Bobby fact, t- typical Tripodsky fashion. You know, yeah. the guy's yeah. just, it, I, I wonder if he ever misses. That's what I'm curious about at this point. At least not yet. Not no, yet. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The dude just. He said that. He, like you said, like the the archived episode that he sent us, we didn't go put out or whatever. He was like, "Oh, I I kind of felt like it didn't hit, so yeah, it's good. Oh, I get yeah. to redo it." And I was just like, "Oh man, we got you know, we got in the archives some like you know, some blooper shit." We, yeah, because uh, I didn't even like think of it till we never gonna hit to... the air- airwaves. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I didn't think of it till we decided Thursday to push back the episodes. I mean, obviously, mm. you know, I kind of had a crazy weekend. Um, you were sick, and I didn't realize till after that. I'm like, oh shit, Bobby actually said because Bobby, Bobby must be a fucking night owl or something. I think he's an hour yeah. behind or something but i yeah he's on mountain two, time yeah i received at 2 30 in the morning i'm like this sick fuck doesn't fucking sleep i mean i know he's watching the jet didn't the jets play last night too yeah Lost. tough game they were gonna make it. they haven't won in five years oh they haven't won a home game playoff game in five years in winnipeg holy shit yeah it's a long time since before Think about this: since before Washington won the cup, they haven't won a home game, home playoff game. Wow! Yeah, that's wild, eh? Yeah, something's got to fucking change there. But yeah, they send send fucking Shifley over our way. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, Morrissey's out for the series. I mean, they can't catch a break. Uh, Vegas is probably gonna. What did they play tomorrow night? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Vegas. they play tomorrow night. Yeah, Vegas is gonna put the dagger in them. Yeah, because McDusty and the Burger oh, no, they play, play they tonight. Play Thursday, they play Thursday. So tomorrow night's only Bruins and Panthers. Oh, they so they have it. Is that oh, the so only game the, tomorrow? That's why the Bruins get the seven o'clock seven o'clock start because you have Kraken and Avalanche that night. Oh, uh, and it's a Wednesday game, so it's on TNT. Speaking of before, before we wrap this up, mm. um. Speaking of avalanche, what's going on with that Nish Nishigan? Nish Nish Jesus. Oh Nish Nish Nishukin? Oh fuck. Yeah, I don't I don't fuck. know. Fuck, what is it? 
Nis Nisturkin? Fuck. I don't know. I know who you're talking about though. Yeah. It's... Damn, I can't think of his name right now. Nish Ushkin. N-I-C-H-U-S-H-K-I-N. Nish Nishukin. No, that's no way that's it. I don't <laughs> I have no but everyone knows who we're talking about. What do you like? That's a so what happened? I saw like I briefly saw what happened. So supposedly he left. It was like something like with alcohol. Alcohol was in, in involved. So like um this Twitter account Euro Lanch, uh it's a European like uh European fans of the Avalanche. Nishukin. Nishukin? Fuck. Oh, that might oh, fuck. I'm it's Nishu. It's Nish. <laughs> My mind, I have a fucking headache just trying. Nishushkin. Nishushkin. Yeah, it's Nishushkin. 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 I don't hey, know. Nishushkin. So Nishushkin. I guess Frank Saravelli said uh, it earlier this morning on Sportsnet. Uh, something happened in the team hotel on Friday evening. It's related to alcohol. He also said himself and other reporters are trying to figure out what part of the story should be published and what should be considered to remain private. So I'm assuming yeah, he's out for personal. Yeah. He Valerie Nishushkin. That's what it is. Valerie Nishushkin. I swear that's it. Okay. But, I'm going to trust you. Yeah. He won't play Wednesday either. Yeah. No. Didn't he go home or something like that? Has left the avalanche for personal reasons. So yeah. something must have, there's no way they're winning that series. You think he? I'm like going to hammer. I'm going to hammer Seattle going forward. Dude, I took all underdogs tonight. Because I, I, I Oh, yeah. who the fuck plays? Oh, yeah. By the way, guys, we're not going to do boozy bets during the playoffs because we're if both, you guys, yeah, if you guys two want way us. to, yeah, like if you want to DM us, we, we make stuff all night. We just don't want to put stuff out because we're both way too superstitious. Yeah, if you guys want us to put bets out and bring back the Boosie Bets corner for the playoffs um, with other teams, not for the Bruins, then by all means, we definitely will. And I think um, I think we possibly will at some point, like maybe one one or two nights a week we'll put out a Boosie Bets corner on uh, on teams like just random NHL teams, other other playoff matches, because we are not betting on mm-hmm. the Bruins, even though I did Sunday, but I wasn't gonna put that out and fucking jinx them. Yeah, like I like I said to you, I'm only betting games like, like what what game did I bet on? Oh, game three I bet on because I knew that they were gonna come in and just fucking smash it after yeah. having a really bad game in two, um, in game two, just because that's historically the trend of this year yeah so and i was like, i was in one by then i kind of forgot to uh put my boost <laughs> but also new hampshire no yeah new hampshire i don't think gets FanDuel. i could be wrong but i was also in one by then i was playing catch up by the time i got there at like 5 30 so uh yeah it made for a long weekend but is there anything else you want to touch up on i mean we're going on like fucking i think like two hours right now yeah no i think like uh oh, I wanted to say Boosie got sent back down or Bussy. Oh yeah, your Boosie, downtown Boosie or the downtown Bussy. Yeah, the fraud. Uh, he could be downtown Bussy three, but yeah. uh, <laughs> um, he got Wal- sent back Walmart down, but we knew, yeah, like we knew he was going to. 
Yeah. Um, That's encouraging as a Bruins fan, I feel like, no? Yeah, because then I was just going to say, like, you know that Allmark's good and... But also, they're starting their playoffs this weekend, too, so... Oh, uh, do Providence start this weekend? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I was going to say that, too. It's it's weird that Kaiser's not been the guy called up because I figured Bussy would be their starter, but that makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, so I forget when they finish their season, but... I know they start the playoffs. I forget when. I'm assuming Friday, maybe. Yeah, probably. But yeah, so he he got sent back down, which means good things for the Bruins, obviously. Um, mm. as far as that, like, yeah, I got really nothing else. When obviously, if you know, we'll obviously our schedule got a little bit thrown off by pushing it back. This is dropping Wednesday morning, hypothetically speaking. If the Bruins do win Wednesday night, knock on fucking wood. And the series wraps up. We are, we're not going to record another episode till we see the matchup. Um, yeah. If, till if, we at least know the matchup. Yeah. Till we till we know the matchup. So, uh, so yeah, we Friday drops might preview. might not always be what we're doing during the playoffs. During the Just playoffs, because it gets because sure. like that's the thing too. Like, what happens if uh, they're tied two two going in? They're like two two in a series. And we yeah. want to double up a podcast that week. Like we, you, you might get bonus content. You might get uh, ten days off. It's tough with the playoffs. Yeah, it, it it's tough, and we want to put it out. Like that's where the thing when we had Danny on last time, we were trying to like figure out if we should wait one more day or so. But uh, you know, our schedules are all busy. It's hard to get all three of us ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one ended up being a great one anyways. This one, obviously, we didn't want to wait any longer. And so... Yeah, because if we waited till after the series, it would have been so much... Like, I know we've kind of been jumping all around and um, stuff like this, this pod, but, you know, it, it would have been even crazier if the series was ended and, you know, we had another game to talk about. So it'll be nice to wrap up the series in the next pod and then um, look forward. Yeah, so make sure you follow us on Twitter too at OnlyBruins1 at Brett Howard underscore um to stay up to date with the show. Cause we'll, you know, if if all goes right, then yeah, we'll go back to next week recording on Thursday night. Um mm. but you know, we're we're looking at obviously say we get we kind of know who we're playing next. You could possibly get something Monday or Tuesday morning next week. We'll have to wait, or possibly even earlier than that. We kind of have to wait and see because playoffs, are, like Brett said, are tricky. So make sure you follow us, stay up to date with the show. We'll do our best to keep you guys updated. Uh, sorry for like the little bit of extended, um, which I'm kind of glad we did because then we would have recorded after that shitty game too. The vibes would have been down, and no one wants that. So um, yeah, so just like I know, a majority of you already follow us, but just so just just do that. Um, oh, go check out both our merch stores. Boosie's put up a couple stuff on the meme merch store, which is on Etsy. You can find that. Um, we're gonna get a link tree going soon, but you can find that on the Only Bruins, um, uh, account, and then you can find the Only Bruins merch with the new Just the Burt shirt that dropped his famous just the tip shirt and the bruins lettering um that's on our teespring site which is uh for more of our um, merchandise podcast or podcast merchandise rather than the meme funny pics so make sure you go check them both out get some stuff there's great um apparel and merchandise on both stores so make sure you go check both those out 
Yeah, and we'll put both links in the uh, episode description as well so you guys can hit those and, um, you know, support us, support the Bruins, have fun with our, you know, funny merch our, or just our merch in general, uh, you know. Mm. But yeah. that, I got I got really nothing else to say. How about no, you, bud? No, it's a good pod. Um, Glad you're feeling better. Good to be back. Oh, yeah, man. It's good to feel right again like my voice would have been insane for the last podcast and I probably wouldn't even be able to keep my neck straight so I'm glad yeah. I got a couple extra days here to um you know be day to day as as we uh, like to say in the sports yeah. community yeah and we're we're even flirting with the idea as well as possibly doing like um possibly an hour hour and a half before Bruins games like a little bit mm-hmm. of a live stream to interact with you guys our schedules yeah, just I, have to be friendly to us. <laughs> I was going to ask you that, dude. We might as well just talk about it right here. Would you rather do like what What's Bruin does or um, um, Nosek, Chris Nosek over there? Would you rather do what he does and do like a thing live beforehand, like video where we ask questions? Or would you rather do like a Twitter space in like the 60 minutes before where we can just like talk into our phones and have everyone there? I would rather the like what No Sick and Sully do. Yeah, it's just a little Twitter space to seem like a little bit hectic. They can at least see our face. We can see their answers or their questions and whatnot. And um, even so, you put the link on Twitter, people can still hop in. And uh, I wonder if we could just because uh, we'd need to, uh, Streamyard for that. Yeah, I, I would gladly make an account if we wanted to do something. Yeah, I was gonna say if not, we could shout out like see what Mark's up to too. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been wanting to record on StreamYard anyways for our episodes rather than Zoom. Anyways. Yeah, especially with us wanting to get a new video for next season. So Yeah, exactly. we got a lot of plans in the making. A lot that you won't see till the summer. But... These, these two fucking man rocket ships are just shooting to the moon, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> fucking rights, baby. Um, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to all that. But yeah, I mean, possibly I it would be fun to see. I obviously, I don't want to steal Nosek or Sully's Thunder. They do their thing Monday nights at 6 p.m. So make sure you check, or typically 6 p.m. I think last night they did at 7. But make sure you check those guys out. Um, Maybe we could do a fucking a weekend day game because, you know, we always get those. Yeah, those are fun because we'll just be half of the bag while recording. I mean, I typically have anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But anyways, before we ramble on. Anyways. Now <laughs> wrap it up for episode whatever number this is of Only Bruins. Brett, my man, thank you for hopping on. I'm glad you're feeling better. Looking Thanks, forward dude. to recording with you again. Bobby Bruski, thank you, buddy, for sending out, sending us another fire. Uh, Bobby's Corner, the dude doesn't miss. Thank you guys for always supporting us interacting with us and having fun it's been a fun fucking year let's keep this wagon going baby to the moon ladies and gentlemen that will wrap it up for episode whatever number it is we love you guys stay cool peace